Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we'll be enjoying, hopefully, and discussing I, Frankenstein, directed by Stuart Beetle, Battle, Beetle, yeah. <laughs> released January 2014. On today's panel, we have Lindsay. Hello. Chris. Hi, hi. And I am Cece. I am your host. And it's Beatty. Beatty? Okay. Thank you. No problems. Stuart oh, Beatty. Stuart Beatty. I am apologizing, Stuart Beatty, that I do not know how to pronounce your name. All right, so I, Franklinstein, that was an interesting pick for me. <laughs> well, I picked it because of I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't sure about it. And then Ray said I needed to watch it because it was actually a really good movie. It was a very good movie. This one is in regards to the creature Dr. Frankenstein created. And um, his name is Adam. His Thank name is much. Adam. Well, his name, he gets named Adam by a bunch of gargoyles. <laughs> so. And if that doesn't sound interesting, wait till we get into it. Yeah, seriously. So he is a creature um, designed and created by Dr. Frankenstein that's brought back to life. Of course, that's the normal story. From there, um, Dr. Frankenstein apparently breaks his promise to create his bride. Um, and of course, you don't find that out until later on in the story or in the movie, but that's what it came, comes down to. So Frankenstein kills, well, no, Adam, the creature, kills Frankenstein's wife. And from there, Dr. Frankenstein vouches to get revenge and tracks him to the end of the earth where Dr. Frankenstein basically freezes to death and... Um, Adam takes them back to to be buried. To be buried. buried, basically next to his wife, and puts the book with it so that it's the end of the era. He's he it can no longer be created and all that fun stuff. And in the meantime, where he's being buried or is burying Doctor Frankenstein, um, immortals or vampires. I'm not even sure what they are. Demons, demons. comes to try to capture him. To take him for God knows why at this point. Um, and in the meantime, Gargoyles <laughs> comes over and Lizzie's protects him. Like... <laughs> well, you know, honestly, no, it I just sounds even like Doesn't it sounds it? even worse when you say it out loud than it actually was. <laughs> I know. Well, well it was really bad. It was. It was one of those things I was like, what the fuck are Gargoyles doing in this kind of movie? It doesn't make any sense at all. All right, first and foremost, I love the Gargoyles. I right? did too. They were fantastic. They okay. were weird, but it reminded me of the Disney cartoon Gargoyles, and that's as close as I've gotten to more Gargoyles since Disney <laughs> took that thing off, and I'm happy about it. All right? Come mess with my Gargoyles. I I tend to agree. It was, But it was one of those <laughs> things that's <laughs> like... Nope. It's it's like okay you got demons and then all of a sudden you've got you know this creature that's been created and you know I was okay with that and then you bring in gargoyles and I'm just like wait what <laughs> you know? right, so I think we're skipping a little bit because did we give the exposition as to why the demons and everything well we never we never find out why yeah, you do. um at well until later on oh, okay after he gets captured by the gargoyles to figure out why. 
And we end up finding out that the reason, basically it comes down to it, well, the reasons why the gargoyles are going to protect Adam is because they are able to reanimate dead people. And that is how demons come to the light, or come to They're Earth. They're able to animate bodies, and essentially because the bodies are reanimated, the bodies have no soul. Yes. By not having a soul, it means the demons can take over without needing the permission to take over. Correct. So it's a lot easier to bring demons back because the number of demons is severely decreased. Yes. And the gargoyles yeah. are protecting them. Yep. It was just like, why the gargoyles? So I, I had several. Okay, so the the follow-up to all of that is that, you know, hundreds of years later, it's now modern-day wherever um and now there's the scientist who's trying to uh who's working for the demons but they don't know it's um that they're working for demons they think they're working for a prince um and or whatever um and so they're trying to figure out how to reanimate uh dead things as well uh just sort of as a groundbreaking thing in general just research in general Mm -hmm. um and then the girl the girl scientist who, um, her name is Yvonne something that I can't pronounce. She was on Chuck, and she was in The Handmaid's Tale. Um, or she's the blonde. She's the one you... Those are the ones you know her from, probably. Um, uh, she's the main scientist, and she ends up helping Adam, but, like, trying to study him, and then, like, she changes her mind, like, four times. Like, I don't even know what her problem is. <laughs> <laughs> and... Eventually, you know, there's some kind of happy ending-ish. There's some kind of ending. I might have fallen asleep at the end of this one, too. I actually don't remember how it ends, so you guys are going to have to help me on that one. Honestly, I think it ends with them destroying all the reanimated demons. And then he is just standing there. That's it. With the cape weaving in the wind (laughs) and him standing all broading on a building. On his way to, uh... On his way to become to Batman. Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> oh, we couldn't have timed that and planned that better if we tried. Um, yeah, no. It was... It had a lot of weird. It, it, <laughs> it did have a lot of weird. I enjoyed it. Um... I loved it. It was fantastic. But, but it was I like my perfect it weird an, movie. <laughs> but I enjoyed it from an action perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, don't bother. There wasn't really much of a good story in there. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, action sequence-wise, uh, visuals-wise, I enjoyed that a lot. The way the gargoyles transformed were just amazing. I loved that aspect of them. Yeah, I like the way the gargoyles transformed. I know, Lindsay, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't understand why when they die they turn to fabric, but okay. See, this is this is that's the problem. So the very <laughs> first, note, so I don't I don't take notes much anymore because usually I'm okay to remember everything. But this one I decided to take notes. <laughs> And my very first note is that I don't understand the magic system in this movie. Yeah. Agreed. There's zero explanation for it. They don't help you understanding how the gargoyles live forever, why they go from stone to people, why they're wearing the same clothes for 300 fucking years. Um, You know, they don't help you understand um, any of the magic whatsoever, and it's really incredibly frustrating. Like, I agree, but I just kind of attribute them to them being angels. But they're not angels, they're gargoyles. 
Yes, but they kept going back into the light. When they die, they die in light. When you know what I mean. So I kind of I no matter how hard I tried, and even though they didn't make that comparison, to me that's the representation. Because also at the same time, the equivalent to be able to combat demons and to keep the system balanced, and the complete opposite would be demons and angels. Why the fuck are there gargoyles? Back to your right. point. But I think that's what they were trying to do. But even then, to your point again, it wasn't very clear. You know, where were they angels? They, they were, no, they were, oh, sorry, no, now I remembered. They were created by angels. They were created okay. by Michael. Okay. They okay. were created by Michael. That's what it was. I did just got into my memory. Um, so they were created by Michael, but even then, like, they, it, it, it just kind of, so then what happened, what happens to Michael? Why, why are the angels letting this shit happen? Mm-hmm. And yeah. why why are the gargoyles only in this one building in the entire world? <laughs> True, because all the like evil is just in the effect, city. But it's just that one city, that one building in the entire world. Um, and then, I guess I didn't understand. So if they're made by Michael, why doesn't Michael just make more of them when their numbers are depleted? That's and that's then, where you're more correct, and that's where I'm also lost. Because if they were created by Michael, again, yeah, same thing. Why not create more? And then... <laughs> They, other than the female warrior, the female gargoyle, and the gargoyle queen leader, whatever she was in that silver dress, yeah. queen, yes, they don't all ask me because I don't know exactly what she was. They all looked alike. All these gargoyles. So, mm-hmm. like, I have one that said, I have a note that says, "Didn't the shaved head dude already die?" Because, like, I swear I saw him die, and then like two scenes later, he's up and talking to somebody. So I don't know if it's literally there were more than one dude with a shaved head and it was dark and one of them died and the other one was fine or if it was like a plot hole that I discovered or what <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck was going on and and can we talk their weaponry for a minute sure go for it so it, they were pretty <laughs> but I've never seen anything so inefficient as the way their weapons were created I like, think you're okay. going to have to give me more on that because okay. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. The only weapons I can remember are the ones that I, Frank, that Frank, the monster that Adam has. Right. Um, but from my understanding, and I, I'm assuming this is where you're going, correct me if I'm wrong, is it because all they need is the insignia? No. Okay. Uh-uh. It's because the gargoyles had, like, rods that they had to, like, jam into the ground and then, like, they flipped them up, and then they opened up, and then they jammed them into something else, and then something else came out. Like, it, you just need, like, a big stick to hit something with, or an axe, <laughs> or, like, a, uh, a, I almost sword. said stabby thing. A sword. <laughs> you need a stabby, <laughs> like, bulky thing. I'm so frustrated by this movie that it just, like, I can't get my words out anymore. <laughs> but, like, you don't need these. But, seriously, like, you're going into battle, you don't need to stop to jam some sticks into the ground to have something, like, you know, clockwork its way up to it and then, okay, now let's add something else on, and then all these other things. It's like, you just need a weapon to just run into battle with. Like, no, no. Lindsay, everybody knows the key to a good battle is putting an erector set in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, exactly it. Come on. Um, but then, even more so to your point, with the more that I think about it, all they needed to do was put the stupid insignia in whatever, and it automatically becomes a weapon. Right. So, yeah, why not something else? Literally anything. You could put it on a lamp. <laughs> Blood put it on a goddamn cake. Like anything. Wait, did you say on a cake? I sure as shit did. Kill them with cake. 
Yeah, That's man. Lindsay's solution to this film. Killed him with a fucking cake. Yeah, man. Oh, that buttercream's delicious, isn't it? It's slowly killing you from it. the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had many, many problems with the plot of this movie, and I wanted to like it because I like monster movies for the most part, but I just couldn't do it. So, and I, I loved it. <laughs> but this was right up my alley of the normal type of movies. Yeah. Because there was a lot of blanks, or a uh, lot of... Holes. Holes. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I just tend to like those more. I don't know why. I'm just so, I guess... I don't know. I just... I Maybe I was... Like, like some of the movies that we watch. Sometimes I'm just not in the right frame of mind. And so, I, I was just way too logical about stuff. You know, you've got this building full of thousands of dead bodies. You, no one notices the horrifying smell coming from that building. <laughs> like, you can't have thousands and thousands and thousands of dead bodies in cages and not have that sm- stink up the entire city. I mean, yeah, have you ever they heard of a refrigerator, Lindsay? Like, you never know. It might have been insulated. Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love how you can't even disbelieve it for like 30 or, seconds. Or maybe the symbol that they drew on the foreheads just like froze them. Then we go back to I don't understand the magic system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was I don't understand the magic system as well. <laughs> I just when it boils down to it, I enjoyed this film just for the action. Yeah, like no. the action and the visuals. That that was what got me. If you're if you're looking for more than actual the action and visuals, then I, I think you're going to be severely disappointed. Very much like Lindsay was. Yes. But what I what I did like is once again we go back to this is a different story for Frankenstein, you know? That that is what drew me in and that's what I, I even was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. It's because usually we hear the story of his creation, we hear this we, we see him being this big, you know, monster with like bolts in his neck and shit and that's it. This was unique. Like he was a he was a character on his own. He was an actual person. And then, of course, the big plot twist at the end. At any point, did you guys figure it out? Because the whole him having a soul already. No, not really. I never, and even then when it happened, I was like, wait, what happened? See, at that point, that thing was what upset me the most, was the entire time I knew that Frankenstein was going to end up having a soul. But they don't explain where the soul comes from. They don't explain that there was a soul. You only see a demon trying to possess him and not being able to because there's a soul inside. And that is it. And it's just kind of one of those scenarios where I'm just kind of like, well, that was very anticlimactic. <laughs> I, I was waiting for this moment, and now I'm severely disappointed. Uh, I guess. At that point, I was already so disappointed I didn't even notice. Good. There was no further disappointment to be had for me. <laughs> well, this one actually did pretty good. The budget was $65 million, and they made $71.2 million in the box office. That's so they bad. didn't do too bad. They got their monies back, so that's good at least. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know we've, we've watched some that... Um, we've watched some that don't even make the, the money back. Yeah. So at least they were able to make that back. So that's always good to hear. <laughs> So, I was trying to find more information about it, but I really can't. 
Was there anything in particular you guys enjoyed? Again, even though they had no place to be there, and even though they had no reason to be there, the gargoyles. Gargoyles. (laughs) I Um, I would like to see those gargoyles in a film in and of itself. The only thing, literally the only thing that I liked in general about this entire movie uh, was the dress and cape of the gargoyle leader queen, whatever her name was. Yes. I loved that silver dress with the giant flowing silver cape and it was all sparkly and shiny and I liked that. But that was literally the only thing. And it and it made me remember Chuck, which made me want to go watch Chuck. Yeah. Which I did like. I love Chuck. So I'll take that. I'll take that as my takeaway. It made me remember my love of Chuck. And so I'm going to go enjoy Chuck instead. Did you, re- <laughs> did you start rewatching it? Uh, not yet. I, I'm going to start watching it now that you mention it, because I was thinking the same. <laughs> it just... They took it off the air, like... Like, they took it off the air at the right time, but it, it, at the same yeah. time, it was like... My show's going... Yeah. I used to love that show. The yep. last season was a bit... You know. That's what we've... I still haven't seen it, so... <laughs> I'm looking through, trying to find some things, and... Time.com goes, um, I Frankenstein, not the worst movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) I just just find that that's hilarious. Because it wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. a terrible movie. It just has too many freaking holes for it to qualify as like a good movie. You know? But again, I go, I mean, I'm not going to go watch Fast and the Furious for the story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch Fast and the Furious for the action and the fast cars. I'm not going to go watch, you know, a natural disaster film for the love story. I'm going there for the disaster. So it, it's one of those where <laughs> with this one, I'm, I'm, I'm not going for the story because the story is a little convoluted. There's a lot of put, uh, holes in it, and it's very predictable from the beginning that, I mean, again, we go back to it. The, the whole premise revives on... Frankenstein was reanimated. It's it's the perfect vessel for demons because he's stronger than a regular human. He's you know has more power. All this other crap and quote unquote has no soul. The minute they said he has no soul, I was like, all right, clearly he has a soul. Right. Clearly, at the end of the film, this is gonna not pan out. So from the get go, you already know. But I still did enjoy the fight scenes. I mm-hmm. enjoyed I enjoyed Frankenstein fighting. I enjoyed him beating the crap out of people. That was what I enjoyed. I agree. All right, let's go to ratings. Lindsay? (laughs) One out of five notebooks with all of the... One one out of five Dr. Frankenstein journals. How about that? Gotcha. All All right, Chris? I'm going to give it two batons. Two batons. <laughs> the weapon he used to beat the crap out of people. Yeah, That was heavy and slow, and he moved it around like chopsticks. Like it was nothing. <laughs> and then I'm going to do three out of five um, dead rats. All right. Come back to life. Fair enough. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> So. I'm going to give it two seasons of Chuck because those are the best seasons. 
not actually a bad rating. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Um, I can't really think of anything else, and I don't want to extend this longer than it really needs to be. So um, let's go ahead and close it up. All right. Thank you for joining us here on Control C and our review of I Frankenstein. Um, join us every Monday for new episodes. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on all podcast services everywhere. For this and our other shows, join us at geekandcast.com and follow our Twitter at geekandcast. Um, also, check out our Facebook or Instagram account. Don't forget to give us a five on iTunes because that's what we see and that's the best way to get our attention. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this pod or if you enjoyed this movie and we just suck, just make sure you put five in there so we can see it. Um, thanks to our cast, Lindsay. Hi, Chris. Peace. And I am Cece. You guys have a good one. <laughs>